Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Here's why. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. And you get your winnings fast, sometimes delivered as quickly as two hours. Come on. It's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against all odds so they know I sent you. It's part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Baby face Joel Salmon producing this mess and joining me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother, bride, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? We have a lot of basketball action, fellas. Three games a night for this week, maybe next week, too. They're not slowing down. So what they did is they let everyone in the playoffs. So now they're like, holy crap, we have to eliminate some of these teams. And in doing so, we have three games a night. We're going to be doing Race to 10 Tuesday. Happy Race to 10 Tuesday to everyone out there. Uh, Parlay Kid, you are picking. You don't have to pick it right now. Atlanta, Miami. We're doing Race to 10. You've hit, what, two in a row now? Yeah, two in a row, Sal. Two in a row. Let's make it three. Let's make it three. Good yeah. job, Dave. Good job. Just in case you don't want to sit for the full three hours, three hours plus if it goes to overtime, we narrow it down to the best five minutes, the first five minutes of the game. Sometimes it's even shorter. We pick a team to score 10 points. Tonight it'll be either Atlanta or Miami. The parlay kid's going to let us know. And we scream our heads off like crazy. And then hopefully we win. Something like that, right? Is that how it works? I think that's no, how it goes. That's absolutely it. Hey, we have uh, Megan Conley on. She's the host of Megan Fun of Sports here on the uh, on the Money Grab feed here for extra points. She won the Boston Marathon. She didn't win. That's a lie. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. She raced and she finished. Her time was 3.06.30. She said her over-under would be 3.03. Harry, you called 3.06. I know. That's insanity. I mean, insanity. Insanity that I'm calling that, but these NBA games, I'm, I'm getting butchered. I'm getting butchered. <laughs> I can't hit no. those. I, I predict their time exactly right, but I'm getting butchered in the NBA. It's really crazy. You were there because you didn't pick the second. So you were 30 seconds off. Someone was 20. We played, we put it out there for the civilians and our followers, yeah. our faithful listeners. Um, someone was 22 seconds off. Someone was 21 seconds off. The one who was 21 seconds off wins a hundred dollars. Uh, good job. I'll get that name there. So anyway, we'll talk to Megan uh, later in the hour. Uh, as far as basketball goes, I went four and two. You know, we make picks on all the games. We yeah. have a prop pick. I went four and two. I hit all three sides. Then uh, with the prop Van Fleet, I had over three and a half threes. That was a winner. My long shot, Conley, six or more rebounds. I don't know. He played like 11 minutes or something. That loss. Wiggins over 23 and a half points. Rebounds. That loss. He was on 21 forever. Uh, Did anyone else go four and two? Parley Kid, you go four and two. Four and two. Yeah, yeah four and two, yeah. Sal. Kind of like you, uh, I thought I was looking at staring a five and one in the face. Uh, yeah. Jokic had uh, a steal like within the first four minutes of the game. I needed him to get two mm -hmm. plus steals. Uh, didn't get another one. Gets thrown out with about uh, eight minutes left or nine minutes left. And that never happened. So I thought I was looking at good at five one. So I thought your Connolly was going to hit because he, he had four rebounds going like midway through the third quarter. So of course he did. Yeah. You now it's like a plus three fifty or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you needed shit. two more yeah. to hit that plus three seventy, and, and right, forget it with Wiggins, Sal. Uh, he had 13 and eight for like the entire second half. It I felt know. Like. And then he started missing a couple free throws. Oh my God. It doesn't matter. He'll grab another board and stuff. That, that was points and rebounds. But anyway, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like when I lose, it's because I have the over and it slightly goes under, right? It hurts less sure. if you have the under and it goes over. I, I know it sucks either way, but Harry, what did you go? Three and three uh, or, or what? No, I went two and four. Uh, People were killing you online, Harry. Barry. Barry. Really, really <laughs> bad. <laughs> Yes. Mr. Pensa, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's been a fan of our show uh, for many, many uh, years now. And he, he, he's always got my back. He, he, he got me pretty good on uh, Twitter a little bit, but, uh, but he did say that I was, uh, I had one win. I had to correct him this morning. Said that I did have two because uh, green did go under the seven and a half, eight and a half, but really seven and a half assists, I guess. So he had six. 
Green? Oh, I thought you said Kareem. I'm getting confused <laughs> with all that. All right. All right. So let's pick it up. Bry, Bry continues. Yeah, by the way, you guys, extrapoints.com. This is where they do their damage. Free picks every day. Brian's at 70% over the last couple months. Uh, let's keep that going. Last night, Bry, 112.97 Philadelphia. I don't know. You know, I get it. They have to go to Toronto. Maybe it could switch, but everybody was in love with Toronto this series. Yeah. I liked Philly. Yeah, even Harry, I thought there was value. Harry was in love with Toronto even as of yesterday. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, they couldn't. You know, they couldn't look worse. They they had no answers for Philly. Um, you know, Toronto made that. They don't rebound. They don't they shoot don't, threes. Uh, and, and Philly's better position yeah, by position. I mean, they, so. there's points where like Siakam's guarding Embiid, and it's like, what, what's what's yeah, going right. on here? But yeah, they just Philly had a lot more energy in that game. Yeah, they just don't have the size to deal with them and. I don't know, although I will say Toronto made that nice little run where all of a sudden, if you had the spread there, you got scared because they weren't on that yeah. It was like that 20-2 to two run they had. But Brian, you've mentioned a couple times in the past months about Gary Trent Jr. being he just not a non-factor. He's hurt. He didn't make a basket, I'm thinking. Maxie and Harris were good again. I thought Maxie would, wouldn't – he still went over 20 points. And um, Harden, subpar performance, but it doesn't matter. Philly's rolling. So, Harry, if you want Toronto for the series, you get almost 10 to 1. It's plus 980 <laughs> oh, on FanDuel. Wow, Hit it up, FanDuel.com wow. <laughs> slash against all odds. They don't have, Brian, those, um, the players. I guess once it goes to two games in, they yeah. don't have the player thing. Otherwise, right now, Embiid would be, as we predicted, right? I mean, what, what was he? Minus 750? Minus 750. To be the, and the funny thing was, at one point. Most average, highest score average, yeah, right? Yeah. And at one point yesterday in the game, Embiid had 19 points and Maxi had zero. So Maxi made that, Maxi made a nice yeah. little run there to, to cut that. But um, right. yeah, Embiid now is. All right. The second game, uh, Paulie Kid, nice. Good job by you. Dallas, you picked them straight up 110, 104 yeah. over Utah. And now, uh, what is it? Brunson is like a uh, top three player in the league now, oh. right? Uh, we, we see salaries and how much he overachieved and everything, and he's going to get like $60 million. Yeah, so yeah. Signed by the it. Knicks, yeah. and we'll, uh, he'll average 11 <laughs> points a game next year or something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. That's game, what's bound to happen. But he Game was of his life last night. Good. Great for me last night. That was a uh, – I think this Dallas team's feisty. I mean, it, uh, you know – the league should be on alert if um, you know, somehow Luke they get by this series and Luca comes back at at some point or even during this series, hmm. they're going to be a very tough out. This Mavericks team, very. What well, you out. told us yesterday, uh, your your pick, I forgot what the odds were to win two or more games for Dallas. Was was that plus? It was. Plus I got money, Dallas right? at uh, plus two and a half games. At plus, right, so that means they plus, win at least two games in the series. Plus yep. 106 wasn't crazy, but... Plus 106. So now you need one more. One more win. Uh, I'm good. Series-wise, Utah, did you get... I don't know if you saw what their odds are right now for the series. you see what it I is? I haven't seen it, no. Want to guess? Uh, Utah's uh, minus... Uh, minus 250. I I don't know. Minus two seventy. Good guess. Two seventy. Okay. But but I but I do think that's high. That's a little bit high, especially considering. Uh, I mean, obviously Luca doesn't play. That's a nice bet. If he does play, that's way way too high. So I don't know. Uh, so that's a fun series. All of a sudden, again, Golden State. Good lord, one twenty six, one oh six. They scored seventy points in nineteen minutes, Bry. That's oh stupid. They had that run where they were just hitting uh, everything. I mean, Denver had that lead, and it was just like a little bit nervous, especially with the spread. But then they arranged. Yeah. Once they went back to their regular line, when they had like Poole, Curry, Clay in there, I mean, huh. that that offense was like impossible to stop. Ridiculous. I gotta tell you, I, I don't know. And uh, Paul, the kid, I know you like Memphis here, so yeah. so, but they don't recede. So if the Warriors, and maybe this is just a terrible matchup for for Denver. I mean, obviously it is, but. Uh, if it's Memphis, Minnesota, I'm looking at the Warriors plus 250 to win the West right now. Are we going to regret this in yes. like 10 days? Like it's going to be even odds, like when they go up against the Suns, because this, this lineup is insane. There, right. There'd be no harm in taking Golden State right now to win the West. Yeah. There'd be no harm. It'd be a it'd be a fun bet for everybody to Curry's jump on. coming off the bench. Yeah. Bench player, it's freaking what? crazy. It's, a, it, it, it's a pool. It's a pool party at the in, in, at the Bay. Everyone, it's the, the pool's unbelievable. Uh, shooting crazy. The Splash Brothers are back. It's crazy. They look the best out of the West. The Splash Brothers at a pool party. You really got it all figured <laughs> out. Uh, yeah, I, I did like think, that. Uh, I, I really did. Uh, yeah, I just think like they. 
you know, they're not going to score 70 points in 19 minutes every game, but they have one quarter where they just demoralize you, right? And again, maybe this is just Denver and, and Jokic is the whole team and he got whatever you got kicked out anyway. But uh, I think plus 250 is nice. I think if you look at that in a week, that we could be my, uh, closer to even with the Warriors plus 250. All right, Parley Kid, let's do this. Atlanta, Miami, this went up to seven and a half. Yeah. Miami rolled uh, game one over Atlanta. 219 is the over on there. Let's first sort out the race to 10, and then we'll give everybody our picks, and hopefully it, it kind of matches up. Um, the Heat to score 10 first is minus 158. Yeah. The Hawks to score 10 first is plus 124. Who's our pick? Who's your pick? Who, who, who Sal, gonna we're going to go with the underdog Atlanta Hawks here at plus right. 124. Um, again, uh, some people say, well, you know, how do you guys cap this? What do you do? Well, look, I, I you can go back and look Don't at- Don't give the secret. Don't I, give the secret I, out. Okay, right. So yeah. I won't give the main secret out, but part of uh, one <laughs> thing you, uh, obviously that would be obvious to go back and see how they do in first to 10. I went back yeah. 12 games, six and six for the Hawks in their last, uh, first to 10. I like it. I mean- <laughs> Uh, it, and they're all and they're all they're all for their last three. They've right. been getting off the horrible starts, but right. aren't they the more desperate? Te- they're the more desperate team. Uh, mm-hmm. How many slow starts can Trey Young get off to? Right, like that's got. Right. I feel like it's that's got to change, and so I'll I'll just take the the plus money here with the more desperate team, Atlanta Hawks plus one twenty four. Let's let's yeah. Uh, well, look when you're you're betting the amount that we're betting. I mean, it doesn't some people might say, oh, but to go with the Heat, they're the home team. They get off to a faster start, minus one fifty eight. Yeah, fine, but it's minus one fifty eight. But when you're betting fifteen thousand eight hundred to win ten thousand, that's right. a lot of money, right? You're gonna want ten thousand to win twelve thousand four hundred. That's the and, better way to do this. Yeah. And so I could be wrong, but I, I have a feeling we'll be watching the first uh, uh, this race to ten. There's going to be nobody in the lower level in Miami, right? Oh, like it'll interesting. Be, be like half empty. Like I don't okay. know what the rest of the crowd will look like, but I don't think the crowd is going to be nearly in full force to start that game. Gotcha. Uh, and then maybe Atlanta can capitalize on that. Yeah, and they're more desperate. And let's go right into our picks. All right, so there, jo- join us on Twitter. Uh, Babyface, let's come up with a trivia question so someone at home could play along with us. Uh, we're racing to 10. We have the Hawks tonight at plus 124. And I'm taking the Hawks tonight. Now I picked Atlanta in seven and there's nothing from game one that suggests that's a, a, a winning prediction at all. But I guess, so what you do and what we did yesterday is so what's the outlier, right? What, what was game one? What's not going to happen in game two that happened in game one? Well, I don't think Duncan Robinson will go eight for nine from behind the arc for 27 points. Right. Um, I don't think Bogdanovich and Trey young are going to go one for 16 again. Right. I'm going to assume Atlanta's, was spent from the two playing games and sort of let up when Miami took the big lead. I'm going to assume Clint Capella's absence doesn't kill them as badly tonight. Uh, John Collins was in. That was his first time in in a while, 10 points in 21 minutes. His number should improve. I'm yep. not sure he could bang inside, you know, the defensive rebounds that maybe not, not what uh, they're going to, you know, basically going to stand out there, but I do think they keep it close. I'm zigzagging count on Trey young. To be explosive from the start, Parley Kid. You're right. Just like he was in the second half against the Cavs last week. 113-109 final. I'm taking the seven and a half. Brother Bry, uh, you're in on this too. Yeah, I agree. Every I agree with everything you said. I think I think there's something to be said about that, right? They had the hard fought game against the Cavs. So they probably came into that game a little bit fatigued. That game was probably a little mm-hmm. bit harder than they expected. Young will not play as bad. Plus, then you got to factor in Collins hadn't played in about a month, so it made sense he was a little bit rusty. You know, they had to figure out a way to to play without Capella. And like you were saying, Miami shot the lights out, right? Like Tucker and Robinson were twelve of thirteen from three, right? That's not mm-hmm. that's not going to happen again. This Hawks team's been good against the spread recently, going nine and three against uh, against the spread in their last twelve. So I do think they'll keep this one closer. It'll be a little bit competitive. I don't know. I don't think they pull it out, but uh, I think it's close. All right, Parley Kid, you have them as well, right? Yeah, I agree, son. Everything you said, uh, Young can't possibly be worse than he was the other night. Robinson right. can't possibly be better. Uh, things kind of will regress t- to the mean here uh, for both teams. I'm not sure if Atlanta wins this, but I, I think we get their best effort here from a team that was, uh, you know, we throw this game out that played very, very well down the stretch. Hopefully, like we're mm-hmm. saying, that this Capella 
injury uh, is, isn't as devastating as it first appears to be. Uh, and Collins uh, hopefully picks up that slack after getting some of the rust off uh, in game one. So let's take the let's take the Hawks getting the seven and a half. Well, not to mention Vegas and Fandle are not going to keep giving away free money if you lay on the home team, right? Philly won by 15 yesterday. Dallas wins. Uh, Golden State by 20. So I don't know. One of these, one of these dogs, road dogs, has to yeah. cover, I think. Harry, you're uh, taking the total here. Yeah, I'm going to take under 219. Uh, you guys mentioned Capella. And being out, it raises a lot of inside presence for mm. Atlanta. And Young, these three games, the Charlotte, Cleveland, Miami, he's played great in one half of those games, the second half against Cleveland. Otherwise, he's 22 of 61, 5 of oh, 25 from three-point range. Uh, Miami's Bam Adebayo is turning – it's going to turn up the heat defensively. He feels like he's <laughs> been, he said that he felt he was disrespected. He should have been defensive player of the year. He wasn't. Mm. So I think he has a monster game and the heat gave up only 91 points against Atlanta in game one. And if Atlanta has to continue to shoot from the outside and not may, and don't make their shots, this might be a similar result from game one. I'm going under 219. So here's what's going to happen. Harry has to under 219. Yep. And so now he's going to be rooting against uh, Hawks points in our race to 10. And because he's such a bad actor, <laughs> he's going to show it on his face. So, like, you know, when Bogdanovich pulls up from eight or 12 feet, like, he's going to be like, oh, damn. Well, really? Uh, no, 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 no. I already, first, listen, I'm, uh, first I'm 20, 30 I, I, seconds. I already bet it. I already bet it on a fan duel. So, I'm, uh, I'm you all in what? for the first first 10 uh, on the Hawks. Oh, you knew? Uh, you knew so the parlay kid? I had kid? a feeling. I, had, I was lucky. I, I predicted right. The parlay kid was going to go with the dog. Uh, here. So I already bet the Hawks. So maybe ha- I'll be happy for the first, first 10. I don't first know. All, all right. right. I'm going to go ahead. I I, I think, uh, and parlay kid, you're with me here. We have Trey Young over props. Um, yep. I'm already giving you a winner because FanDuel, trying to confuse you a little bit here, over nine and a half assists is plus 114. But for a double-double for Trey Young, it's minus 105. So you take the assist because yeah. he's not getting there in rebounds. He hasn't had 10 rebounds all year. So uh, you could thank me later or thank me right now. I just saved everybody money. If you like the double-double, just bet Trey Young over nine and a half assists. Now, you got to throw out that last game. He didn't even get a single double. He didn't score 10 points. So, But before that, he had a double-double in four yeah. of the last five games. I don't know. This is not great, but he has not had a double double in any games against uh, uh, against the um, the Heat this year. He did have one in the preseason game, but let's do it. Let's go, baby. Turn it on, Trey. Yeah. He averages twenty five a game versus Miami. I think he steps up today. Over nine and a half assists, plus one fourteen. Parley kid, you like him to score big? Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, <clears throat> Trey Young over twenty six and a half points at minus one twelve. Uh, averages 28 and a half points a game for the season has gone over 26 and a half points in seven out of his last 10. Obviously the last game was a total stinker. As I said in my EP write up where I'm actually going him over and three pointers made, uh, you know, the great ones normally bounce back after a very poor performance. The question is, is Trey young a great one? I think tonight we find out. Right. All right. Well, we're basically targeting two players, Trey Young and Kyle Lowry, because uh, uh, Brother Bry and Harry have Lowry under oh, yeah. props. Give us yours yeah. first, Bry. Yeah, well, I'm going to go under two and a half threes at minus 128. You know, Lowry made a lot of threes in March, um, but, you know, I think that was really due to he had to shoot a lot because the lineups were kind of all over the place for some of those games. But his attempts mm-hmm. are way down over the last few. You know, in the last four games, he's averaged – Average making two threes per game. He's only yeah. attempted four four threes per game in those last four. So I think to get to three, you know, he likely needs to take like seven three three point attempts, which has which he hasn't been attempting. And you know, the thing about Miami is they are a deep team. They get a lot of production from multiple guys. So I don't see him sitting there and just jacking up threes all game. So I think mm-hmm. he'll let Robinson and some of the other guys shoot here. So give me the under. Two and a half threes. All right, Harry, and you're going under points. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, Harry's not rooting for any point. Although we don't want Lowry in, in any circumstances. Oh, and yeah. even money, I'm taking Lowry under under 21 and a half points and assists combined. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian mentioned not shooting that much late. Last eight games, he's only had one game where he's had more than 11 shots. His last 13 games, he's had double digits and assists in just two of them. And if this game turns into a blowout, he could sit a little bit and uh, and and. They'll take the win, and Lowry goes under the 21 and a half points and re, uh, assists combined. I mean, you know, 
Young is going to go all for his first yeah. four, and Lowry's going to score the first ten points <laughs> of this game, right? And then we're screwed all imagine? around. <laughs> all right, let's regroup. We'll get a little laugh out of that. We'll take a break, and we'll come sure. back with Minnesota, Memphis. All right, Grizzlies home, big big game, minus seven. This is the the two seed, right? The two seed. What am I talking about? Yeah, the two seed. Maybe. Yeah, two, two seed. seed. Yeah. Seven point favorite, 240 is the over under against Minnesota. They got beat up uh, the first time they played. I'm looking at this series now. Grizzly still favored to win the series, minus 126. Minnesota plus 108. Uh, I'm going Minnesota. Sorry, Parley Kid. I know you got a lot riding on this Memphis team, but I think seven is too steep. Uh, John Moran actually had a decent game points wise, 32. Um, and it's not like Atlanta where Trey Young didn't show up. They're probably not getting 65 from Towns and the Ant-Man on the other side of this. But uh, it really is all about Anthony Edwards, right? Is he inconsistent regular season, Anthony Edwards, where he only scored like 16 points a game mm. after a 30-point game? Or is what is he what we saw in the play-ins and what we saw the other day? Uh, I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. Mm. Don't count out D'Angelo Russell, who was only two for 11. You know, I like to look at the play. All right, who didn't do well? Who did, yeah. you know? They, they won that game. He was only two for 11. He averages 18 points a game. I think it'll be close. I think you get you win probably kid, but I think it's close and uh relatively high scoring 124, 121. Uh, give me the seven points. Probably kid. You're going to, you're laying the points. Then. Yeah. I'm going to lay the points here, Sal. This, uh, these games are, are a dream to me to bet Sal, uh, because I, in the NBA playoffs, I always wait. I, I jump on the teams that lose the, the first home game. And then, right. so like I, I have a major, major parlay, money line parlay with Memphis mm-hmm. and Dallas um, mm-hmm. because I jump on you. The home teams very rarely lose. The higher seed right. here very rarely loses. So I, I always I always root almost sometimes, not really in Memphis's case because I have them going forward. But I literally root for these teams to lose their first game at home. So right. I can jump on them in game two. Uh, I think this is the case here with Memphis. This Memphis team has been way too good. Way too good. Oh, and by the way, here's another little thing though that worries me. They played pretty well again when Morant <laughs> was out of the game the other day. Like, this yeah. is so strange. It's such a strange phenomenon right. with this Grizzlies team, though, that they obviously need Morant. And I, I would never pick them without Morant. To like go very far, but right, he then are they better with when he's playing? I can't figure this out tonight, though. They I score, think, they score. They, These guys just did it right, they put I, up numbers like crazy, I, like I, uh, without him. It's very you know, strange. And the thing is, Brooks had a pretty good game the other night, right? Like they did, like yeah. you're saying, but I think tonight they su- really step it up defensively, clamp down on Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the Grizzlies get their points, but the but the T Wolves. Uh, have a, a very off night shooting the ball. All right, Brian, you like Memphis as well. Yeah, I like Memphis. Um, although, you know, maybe Minnesota is just going to keep screwing me here for uh, for the next couple <laughs> of weeks. But I, I think know. Grizzlies bounce back big. I think this. I think they win big here. Yeah. I would even maybe look at some of the adjusted lines. Parley Kid sent something to us the other day too, where all the metrics said, right, Memphis should have won game one, yes. right? Even though they lost that. Mm-hmm. So all the metrics yes. said they should have won that one. You know, Memphis has been the best team against the spread this season. They went 27 and 14 um, against the spread at home. They're going to shoot better. You know, they have to rebound better. That's for sure. One thing they have to do in this game. But uh, I expect them to come back big tonight. Mm-hmm. All right, Harry, again, again, you're going with the total. I'm going to go over 241, 247 in the first game. Wolves are a fun team to watch. Love to go up and down the court at a fast pace. They had 90 shots in game one. The last five games of the regular season, their games ranged from 244 to 271. And Memphis should get better games from Jaron Jackson. He didn't have a good one. And Desmond Bain. Morant went to the line 20 times in that game one. Uh, Might be more of the same. I'm going over 241. All right, let's hit the props. Now, again, Parley Kidd and I are targeting the same same player here, this Patrick Beverly uh, character. I like him under nine and a half points, which is even. Uh, 
I don't think they need him to score points here. Uh, you know, that that's not his main job. His job is to disrupt Ja Morant's flow. He did a Absolutely. good job of it in game one, right? He was eight for, even though he ended up with over 30, he was eight for 18. Never really got in the flow, like you said. Then they sat him. Um, not going to figure into the offense. He had 10 the last game. I get it. Uh, before that, he had four in a row under 10 points. The last 10, he's averaged a little over eight. And only two games out of the last 16 did he score over 10. He's right. an instigator. He's a mixer. He's not a scorer, at least not for this series. I like him under nine and a half points. You could throw your shirt into the crowd, but you're not going to get the double digits. Parley kid, you like him under threes, which I, I like that as well. Yeah, I like him under one and a half threes, Sal, kind of like you're saying. Um, I guess he'll take those shots if they're available to him, but his main role is mm -hmm. not to, to score here. And he doesn't score at a high rate uh, anyway. Uh, but uh, in his last eight games, he's only gone over one and a half threes twice. Uh, he eclipsed mm -hmm. it in the last game. He hit two. Uh, and um, he was also he hit two a couple, about six or seven games ago. Aside from that, he's been at zero in three of his last 10 games uh, and one at five uh, of those last 10. So I'll roll with the odds here uh, that he's normally not making these threes. Um, mm -hmm. so let's, that's like, you, you like the under, I like the under threes. I think it kind of goes hand in hand here. There you go. All right. Uh, Harry, you Carl Anthony Towns breakout game tonight on the road. I'm going to go over 24 and a half points guys. Uh, 29 in game mm. one, uh, the defense for Minnesota is not usually good. They give up a lot of points, a lot of easy baskets he had in game one. Uh, he, had, he did have that anomaly of a game versus the Clippers where he just was awful. Followed out early. Um, but before that he had 20, he's had 26 or more and three of his last four games. And more importantly, I think he's had 16 or more shots in six of his last seven games. And mm. like I said, gets a lot of easy baskets against a soft Minnesota defense inside. I'm going over 24 and a half. All right, Brian, you were torn between towns, rebounds and Jackson points. Very important. Well, Which one are you going with? I'm going with Jackson over 15 and a right. half points. I, you know, I give out towns over nine and a half rebounds on, uh, EP, right. although that's gone up to 10 and a half. So I'm glad I'm not taking that now. Uh, but Jaron Jackson, a weird player, right? Sometimes he disappears. Yeah. Sometimes he has yeah. huge games. Sometimes he yeah. doesn't shoot at all. Others, he shoots 20 something times a game. He's got probably, I it's will say, so probably true. the worst looking shot um, of any NBA player right now. There used to be a bunch of guys. And he's the only one that I've noticed recently with a really ugly shot. But um, game one, he shot poorly, right? He was 0 for 5 from 3. He's in yep. foul trouble, and he still had 12 points. I think they're going to need a bigger game from him tonight. I, so I think I think he goes over. He'll shoot. He'll shoot the ball better tonight, and he'll go over uh, 15 and a half. There you go. All right, uh, New Orleans, Phoenix. I mean, mm. I have big money on Phoenix to advance. It's not a big <laughs> Suns are minus 10, 221 and a half is the over under. <clears throat> I'm taking the Suns again. We're all taking the Suns. I just don't see how they do it. Like, I guess Denver got off to a good start against the Warriors, and then it just, then it, yeah. just um, it just collapses. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at game one. The Pelicans had 95 shots. That's a huge number. They had 17 more than the Suns. They shot almost 40% from three, and they still got wiped. Yeah. Um, the Suns just beat up on these bad teams, and they're, they're just they're, whatever. You could say what you want about McCollum, but 33-5 and five versus sub-500 teams. They've won mm. five of the last six against... The Pelicans, <clears throat> it's not even like there were spectacular numbers. I mean, Chris Paul went, you know, a little nuts, 30 points, uh, <clears throat> 10 assists, Booker at 25, 8 and 21. You could expect those numbers from those guys. Pelicans put up decent numbers too because mm. they had 95 shots, but they just don't match up. I think it's yep. 118, 100. Yeah. Give me Phoenix, lay the 10. Uh, Parlay kid, you're with me. We all have Phoenix. Eh? Yeah, we're all, we, we're all on Phoenix, Sal. Um, just for all the reasons you said. Uh, they're the much better team here. I can't fathom any situation where the series is 1-1, right? Like, there's no way. Mm -hmm. I just can't fathom that. Uh, I think, you know, I think the Pelicans uh, are one team that uh, they're just happy to be here in this these playoffs. I think, uh, obviously, for them uh, winning those uh, that, that last playoff game was kind of like their championship game. I think they, they, they've hit the wall. They're just going to, I I don't think we've seen the best of them to what they have to offer. Mm -hmm. Phoenix is just too good. They've been they're They've been a dominant team all year, all year. I got lucky. I had them, uh, I had Phoenix as my EP pick minus 10 the other day, barely covered, 
But um, yeah. I don't see this game being close. Like you said, maybe the Pels hang around for two and a half quarters, and then right. all of a sudden you're gonna you're gonna put on the game or look away, and you're gonna look at this game as being they're up 18 or something like that. That's what's gonna happen. Right. All right, uh, Harry. I mean, we're all on the Suns here. Yeah, right? I, I just expect. I mean, in Game One, Suns kind of just went through the motions. Mm-hmm. I expect to see more electricity from Phoenix in Game Two, especially what we're seeing out of Golden State. They want to keep up with the uh, the Warriors. More yep. production from their bench too. Jay Crowder didn't have a good game. Uh, who was great for the Suns in the playoffs last year? He had zero baskets, just one point uh, in Game One. I expect to see a lot more out of production out of him. And I think the Suns, like you said, Sal, eighteen to twenty point went victory tonight. All right, Brian, if we haven't convinced people already to take it four for four, why are we taking the Suns? Um, yeah, I know. Did we The last time we – who who else did we have this with? I think we hit the last time we all had the same. Did we really? I oh. think so. Was it Atlanta? Did we have that, that Atlanta-Cleveland? Was that the last time we had Oh, right. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. The so. The other day. But I get the feeling, yeah. too. I, I get the sense this is similar to the Warriors um, series with Denver. Yeah. I, yeah. I expect Phoenix to, uh, in a blowout tonight. Uh, you, you know, I've obviously the one thing that would concern you is against the spread. They weren't they weren't great at home this year. I think they were what? Um, 20, 20 and 22. 20 and 20, I think 20, I just saw. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, or 20 and 21. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and but I will say they were four and four and one against the spread against New Orleans this year. But so I'm going to I'm going to lay the 10. I, I think they get off to a, a good start again early in this game. Again, I the only way I think the Pelicans cover is if it's some type of backdoor late. Right. All right. Uh, let's get into our props here. It's going to be pro pro Suns here. I go. I have eight and over twenty nine and a half. Boy, that's a high number because it's put. This is points and rebounds combined. Twenty nine and a half. It's about three points over his average points and rebounds. Now he's had an interesting season because he's been out. It's twenty one mm. points, nine rebounds last game. I do worry about blowouts and playing time and shit like that, but I'm going to count on him playing 30 plus minutes. When he does his point rebound, 29 is over in five of the last seven. When he plays 30 plus minutes, I just have to hope for it. Easy buckets come his way. He gets alley-oops 10 playoff games last year. He averaged over 70% shooting. No reason to think that slows down. He's a top three pick and roll player in the league. And that's statistically, that's not just observing it. Uh, I think that's where he gets easy points. And uh, if he misses one of those pick and rolls, maybe yeah. and grab as a rebound over 29 and a half points rebounds for uh, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Harry Bridges. Oh, we're doing the steals thing again. Yeah, we're going to try this out. I'm going to go uh, at least two steals at plus 255, taking a shot with a runner up of the defensive player of the year. Uh, he did finish with. The, the most second place votes out of anybody. I think he may mm-hmm. want to prove voters wrong that he deserved uh, the hardware in this. Uh, he had a four game span this season where he had 18 steals, 18 in a four game span. I'm going to go uh, Bridges tonight. And like I said, I think the Suns look sharper than they did in game one. And that includes Bridges to get at least two steals at plus 255. All right, baby. Well, babyface uh, Joel Solomon has some breaking scheduling news. Uh, huh. what, what is this, babyface? Is this real? Oh. Well, I know Parlay Kid uh, talked about uh, what an amazing double header it would be to do Harry's wedding and then a Phoenix Suns game. Yeah. So if oh. if this series somehow magically goes Game Seven, then Harry might have a dilemma. But really, we need the Suns to just wrap this series up and get the next series going. I think. Well, is Game Seven on his wedding? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh interesting. Oh, no, Pelicans out. now. I'm going for the Pelicans a little bit. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. But That's that good. could also be a game one. That could easily be a game one, uh, right? Like uh, Mavs or, although that's going to be a long series, right? They're going to push that. Probably, yeah. 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 All right. Well, all right. That's fun. All right, Brother Bri, what do you got? Uh, Booker over two well, and a half Well, I will say these Phoenix games, I'm terrible, I feel like, with the props <laughs> with Phoenix. I, I don't know about you, but again, maybe this has to, and maybe you're right. Maybe this is one of those games if you're expecting a blowout to really go under some of these totals yeah. here. But I'm not really going that. I'm going to go Booker over two and a half uh, threes at minus 140. Look, I will say the thing about Booker is you kind of know right away in these games if he's mm-hmm. going to hit it. If he comes out and hits a three in the first three minutes, this is going over. Um, but, right. you know, if, if he misses his first two, you know, this you're might maybe in for a long night. But he is averaging four threes made per game over his last four. I just get the sense that. I do think Phoenix is going to come out hot early. 
you know, Paul will get him plenty of open looks from three. So um, I'll take the over here. All right. Parley kid, another over. Yeah, this is going to, yeah, I mean, it just, we have too many overs uh, too here. Many. Well, so, and I'm yeah. switching none, none of these guys are playing the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. My guy might. That's the thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm switching this up a little bit. I, I originally was going, oh, I was going to go over points with Crowder, but I'm going to go okay. over points, rebounds, and assists with Crowder. At Ooh, over, can you do this? Is he allowed to do this, Harry? Yeah, oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, thank just you, Harry. Put, just, just put it and I are on the same page. And Harry knows. Tonight. Crowder's been good to Harry over the years. Right, Harry? Oh, yeah. Right. Harry Crowder's been very good to you. Three um, Darren, he was three really point, good in the playoffs last year. Really three, good. He leaves some shit in his trash for Harry to retrieve. What's his number, Paul? Like eight points, rebounds, assists. It's 14 and a half, over 14 and a half, plus 100. Okay. Uh, he, like you just said before, uh, you kind of look for these players who were terrible in game one. Well, Crowder in 28 minutes had 1.1 rebound and one assist in game mm. one. He typically averages if, about 17, uh, 16 and a half points, rebounds, assists per game. So this number's a little low for him. Uh, and look, he shoots his threes and he's going to get his minutes. He's very consistent with about 28 mm-hmm. minutes a game. Uh, he nails a couple threes, uh, you know, gets off that one. Look, he he's not what he's not one of these stars we're talking about, but he's better than one, one, and one. Okay, so I think today he rebounds. Those from that. are the guys you have Monty to find. Williams right. him too, D. Monty loves Williams him. loves him. He's, he'll rebound today uh, with a, a solid performance. Let's take him over 14 and a half points, rebounds, and assists, plus 100. Well, listen. It's the it's the guys who when you're up 23 with five and a half minutes left and they say goodbye to the starting lineup like you know he might have a chance to get in there right he, he might, might he might be still there. be That's a guy it. That's yeah hanging in We've there. all been there. All right. Hey, this baseball season turned K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. And with FanDuel, same game parlays, you can turn little bets into big Paydays. Just sign up, place your first bet, and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000. Wow, that's a lot of money. Back in site credit if you don't win. No better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sports book. Great promotions every day. It's safe and secure, and you get paid fast. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code against all odds to get started with your risk-free first bet up to $1,000. I have a same-game parlay up on FanDuel right now. By the time you listen to this, you will not be able to bet it, but I tried yesterday yeah, and the Mets got rained out, which as far as I'm concerned is a win, but we're bouncing back with McGill five or more strikeouts Mets win. Uh, what was the other one under seven and a half runs and Lindor gets at least one hit. You get somewhere in the range of three and a half to four to one odds, which is what you did last week. You collected. If you jumped on my same game, parlay fandle.com slash against all odds, do it there. All right, let's bring her in. Yesterday, our guest finished her fourth Boston Marathon, which I believe is the most athletic staff achievement since last week when Harry wore a sports bra for no good reason. She (laughs) is the co-host of the very funny podcast, Megan Fun of Sports. It's on the money grab feed here at Extra Points. Megan Connolly is here. What's happening, Megan? What's up, guys? Freshly removed. It was like, what, 24 hours today? Amazing. I was crossing the finish line. And um, here I am back in Orlando talking with you guys all about it. Good for you. Uh, congratulations. I mean, this is your fourth Boston Marathon, right? Like, oh are you gosh. trying to go after Brady? Like one for every Brady title? <laughs> I would be happy with one, but you've done four now. Well, um, I ran in high school and college and I was like, all right, I don't really want to adjust my lifestyle. So I'm just going to keep running so I can mm-hmm. continue to eat whatever I want and all these things. But then it's like, well, what am I running for? So I started doing marathons and I thought marathons would be easy, not easy, but I was like, I've been running since I was eight years old. Like I can do this. No problem. So yeah. I ran my first one and it was surprisingly much harder than I ever thought. Um, and then I ran my first Boston and I ended up in the hospital. And so really? after that, I was like, I really need to get back at this course and just like re like change my relationship with it. And then I ran the next year and it was like terrible downpour rain. And I was like, all right, Mm. the next year is my year. And there was the pandemic. So this year, finally, the stars aligned. We had good weather and I had a healthy, strong personal record. It wasn't what I wanted, but it was a strong personal record. 
Well, so you finished at three hours and six minutes. This is fascinating to me. Um, three hours, six minutes, which, by the way, is just under the length of a Damashek Kevin Hench minus three podcast. <laughs> if, you, if you want to put it in perspective. But I know you were hoping for sub three hours. You placed her over under a 303. Uh, 306, still pretty incredible. And even more remarkable is that Harry called your exact time. I mean, he called three hours, six minutes. You were 306.30. He called 306. And I was offended. I was very offended when Harry said, oh, you're going to run 306. Well. I was like, fuck you, Harry. I'm break three. Are you kidding me? You have no faith in me. And I was texting Sal and I sent the Michael Jordan gift. Like, I took that personally. And yeah. when things started to fall off, I was like, okay, go for 305. Go for 305. You got 305. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, <laughs> God damn it, Harry. No, you are. It was a oh, plan. No. It was a plan to get you motivated, to get you pumped, to get that record break <laughs> broken suck, for Harry. yourself. Now, Harry, if you would have said I broke, I would break three, I wonder if I would have done it. Maybe you have the keys. Yeah, here. really, Harry. I know, yeah, right? Inspire her to actually break the mark, not to hit 306. So you were actually thinking about him during the race? This is incredible. When things started to fall off, I knew I wasn't <laughs> going to break three. And that's what I thought. I was like, get to 305. And then when I saw it wasn't going to be a 305, the first person I thought of was Harry. <laughs> wow. Did you think of maybe finishing 307, like just like stopping uh, like an eighth of a mile before just so Harry wouldn't be right? There was a moment when I thought, you know, maybe I'll just walk it in and run 316 to get all the WWE fans excited. <laughs> oh, nice. But I couldn't right. do that. I was like, no, you got to go as, much, as hard as you can. Well, so. somebody guessed uh, we put it up for grabs a hundred dollars to whoever can come closest. Harry didn't guess the seconds part. So he was off 30 seconds. Technically, I guess someone gets three, three Oh six Oh nine. And someone gets three Oh six fifty two. So someone was off 22 seconds and the one who was off 21 seconds wins a hundred dollars. So I have to say marathons are pretty boring, but the women's yeah. finish came down right to the end. I don't know if you guys I saw, saw it. It was crazy. Yeah. And then also if I do, if I can't pat myself on the back here, I set the line at three Oh three. And I made the race very entertaining because I was way ahead of it. And then I got close to it and then I got mm -hmm. away from it. And then I got back on it. So if you were tracking, the line was entertaining. So you're welcome. Nice. Yeah. I mean, not only that, you were dropping elbows on your opponent's heads as you were <laughs> passing them. It really uh, got some WWE flair in there. But take us through your mindset. What was your, I know your goal was sub three hours, but did that change throughout the course of the race? Were you, Tempted to stop off at one of the 97 Dunkin' Donuts you passed along the way. I mean, that would be uh, problematic for me and almost everyone. But were you thinking of quitting at any point? Well, the beginning part felt easy. Like running the half marathon, like half marathons are great. Like every time I do one of these damn marathons, I'm like, isn't it half enough? Because when you run a yeah. half, you finish and you're like, I, I still had a little left in me. When you run a full, you're like, no. I'm done. <laughs> no, no way did I have anything else left in me. The yeah. course at Boston is a beast. Basically, the first 16 miles are downhill. There's a couple uphills in there, but for the most part, first 16 miles are downhill. And then from there, you go 16 to Boston College, and it's basically one big uphill. Like, sure, there's a couple oh. little downs, but it's like one consistent uphill. God. And God. that was the moment that... <laughs> I mean, there were many moments there. I I was like, I I, I need to stop. This is not fun. No part mm. of this is fun. And they always tell you, don't go out too fast. Don't go out too fast. But when you have your training and you know what you're capable of, you never think it's too fast until you hit the hill. And yeah. then it really gets you. So there were moments there that I definitely thought about calling it quits. There are the med tents along the way. And I knew I didn't really need med health, but as you're running by, you're like, I don't know, maybe I could use something. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could they help me out a little bit? Yeah. But then you think about it and you're like, it's a marathon. It's not supposed to feel good. Like I'm, nothing is supposed to feel good. I'm just supposed to get through this. The crowd was fantastic. Eddie Spaghetti knows because he was a college kid who participated in the Boston Marathon shenanigans, which is just a huge college party. They were great. And honestly, they really pull you through. Really? Because, yeah, I mean, I've run marathons before that don't have as big of a crowd. And you just think even more so, what the hell am I doing out here? Because you're already thinking that, but then at least you have people cheering you on. So you're like, all right, I, I can right. do this. Spaghetti, so. is this true? This was another opportunity for you to get drunk in college, like, but in the morning? <laughs> Marathon Monday was a great day. You wake up at like 5 a.m. with your buddies, like your little kegs and eggs. You um, somehow stumble <laughs> to the area where the, the runners are. And uh, outside of 2013, yeah, pretty smooth uh, marathon experience. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, that's great. That's uh, and I, well, I, I'm curious, like of the stupid shit. Like, so you had earbuds in. Were you listening to? You were listening to our podcast most of the time. <laughs> just put yeah, it the whole time. Actually, what did, what? during my training, I listened to you guys a lot because I would be uh, like, "What? Cool. Else? I mean, I'm running 20 really? miles. Uh, yeah, oh, sometimes Lord. I would. I was like, I got to see what they're doing. You can only listen to music so many times, right? Um, I have the headphones that go outside of your ears so I could hear the crowd and I could hear like music lightly. Nice. That helped. Um, what was the music? It wasn't, I mean, Harry's got this American Idol hero from Long <laughs> Island he likes, but was there, was there anything specific? Uh, I listened, this sounds so weird because I listen to more like calming music when I run marathons because I get so, it's just a long time to be like that jacked up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to like 8 Mile by Eminem on repeat, eventually you're like, Okay, I'm not really pumped anymore. I mean, you yeah, can be yeah. pumped for three hours. That's a long time. So uh, there was a point where my vision started to get blurry, and my mom gets so nervous because she was there when I was in the hospital. So my mom's like a nervous wreck the whole time. And apparently, mm -hmm. my tracker went out at like mile or 35k. So my mom was convinced I died, and she was like calling my husband, freaking <laughs> oh, out. Wow. Oh shit! Um, but there was a moment, and she always tells me before I run away. She's like, Megan. It's okay if you don't finish. Just stop. It's okay. Like you really don't have to finish. You have nothing to prove. <laughs> and like, mom, I'm finishing no matter what. She's like, oh, please don't, please don't. She gets so worried. But there was a moment my vision started to blur. And this is an off-air topic, but currently don't have health insurance. Thought about it. Said, Maggie, you don't have health insurance. We're not getting in the hospital. So stop. And I did. I stopped for like two minutes, oh, drank man. some water and then started running again. But I was very proud. That was an adult decision by me. Oh, man. Well, this was all a ploy to get health insurance. through. <laughs> extra points. I see it. I see it. All right, spaghetti meatballs. Look into that. See how we could uh, yeah. do that. Uh, and it was great because on the flight home, I didn't even have to wear a mask. I mean, we don't have to get into that either. But yeah, like, right. I was I loved it. Great party. Take the mask they'll, off. <laughs> they'll change yeah. that again. I'm nice. sure. Did Kyrie Irving giving you the finger along the way? Did that did that help uh, inspire you? Or yes, Kyrie was there. I heard the Boston Red Sox fans; they were all chanting um, "F you, Kyrie." So right. they were um, actually the night before. My husband's a diehard Celtics fan, and during that game, I was like, "Oh God, he's going to be miserable all weekend if they don't win. He's going to not even want to go to the marathon." Mm -hmm. And then when I realized there was a moment where I was like, "I could still break three if I just run seven thirties the rest of the way," and I was like. Think of how mad Andrew was going to be if the Celtics didn't win. That's going to be you when you don't break three. So I did use that game as like a little bit of motivation to keep so going. Crazy. I know you really got to play mental tricks with yourself, yeah. especially when you're running that far. And I really, you know, I, I, I joked about it, but I'm really not joking. I need one of you, Megan's, I, I, I know I don't want to get turned blue here, but I needed one of you to defecate on yourselves, either through childbirth oh. or on this <laughs> marathon. And yeah. You could confirm that that happened, right? It, no? ha it has happened in previous marathons. This marathon, oh, I did geez. not. <laughs> with my I mean, that's a win right there. Oh. Who cares about the time? That's right? A, For, yeah. I mean, marathon yeah, without it. pooping yourself, that's a big yeah. accomplishment. We're hoping the same for Harry's wedding, but I don't think so. I think he's going to I, I mean, gonna uh, is Scott going to poop himself? Oh, <laughs> Harry's boy. brother? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Harry, yeah. how many days do we have? Uh, what's today? The ninth? 11 days. 11 oh, days. Oh boy. Do you have, uh, I mean, you just went through this, uh, last year, right? Do you have yes. any advice uh, for him? Um, the, I mean, I don't know how big of a wedding you're planning, but the week of, I just wanted to elope. It's like way too much. Yeah. Planning. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't even want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be gambling. Harry, are you going to be gambling a lot on your wedding? I meant uh, to ask you that. Listen, I, I'm sure there'll be, there'll be plenty of gambling going on Friday. Yeah. There'll be plenty going on Saturday. NFL Our, draft. Our yeah. friend Boggy's mapping out things to go do. Go on a riverboat. Riverboat. There's going to be NBA playoffs. We're betting. Bet, we're betting all day. We're not going on riverboat. any riverboat. Any stupid no stuff like that. Arizona. Yeah, Are you on, guys going to bet on his wedding? Like over under on the vows? I yeah, mean, we're going to have to put uh, some pool together. So we have a couple. So we gave away $100 for your marathon time. That was fun. That came down to the wire. I definitely want to do like a Harry wedding, um, some kind of pool, like you said. And then uh, our friend Megan Gailey is about to pop out a baby. We need Any to second. Yes. Is it true? Is it any second? We, I, we know, I like, think so. I mean, I've been right. texting her every day. Like, did you, you have it yeah, yet? Yeah. All right. So, we got to get that going. We have yeah, to get that I mean, going I think she's sure. getting induced within the next 48 hours if, if it doesn't mm -hmm. happen naturally here. All right. But I will give Harry a little break, although he's a jackass and he's the reason that I ran <laughs> 306 and did not yeah. break three hours. He yeah. did give me a great betting tip yesterday that hit. 
We bet the under on Draymond Green assist and it hit. So thank you. He did? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No he's sweat. A- easy, easy money. <laughs> I don't Megan. understand what's going on because I think he went like one for five on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, like so. he gave her the right <laughs> one. You're giving Conley all the winners? This isn't yeah. fair. All right, Megan, thanks for coming on. That was great. Congratulations. A great feat. Uh, anytime you don't shit on yourself. So we're very <laughs> proud of you. And we're going to get you uh, health insurance as a result. Megan Fun of Sports tomorrow, right? Megan Gailey's out. Yep, tomorrow we're doing partner. it. Yeah, she's like 13 months pregnant. She's due any day. Nice. What's your guess on her? Uh, what, what, we have guesses? I think I guess nine pounds, three ounces, 21 inches long. Wow. I have to wow. go back to the, I, that, that's a big baby, right? Real big. Eddie, what'd you guess? You were like eight. I did. I did uh, eight seven for Reggie Wayne, and oh, then eight, seven. Uh, okay. and then yeah. I did uh, nineteen inches for Johnny U. That was the reason. Nineteen why. inches. Yeah. Right. I can't remember which one uh, I did. I did somewhere in between there. I did cold, right, we'll cold it themed. Out. Yeah, it's got to be cold themed. We can't. We can't screw around here. All right. Uh, congratulations again, Megan. Thank Fun you. Of sports tomorrow. Nice job, Megan. Something Congrats, your way. Meg. You're you're moving, right? We, uh, I, yeah, I, tomorrow I'm moving. Okay, so we sent something your way. You should get it uh, at the end of the week. And why don't you give everyone your address in case they want to? <laughs> <see it. laughs> yeah. You didn't text me. And I was like, "Is this a prank?" But I <laughs> well, mean, you, you never know, know with sure. you, Sal. So all right. And before the marathon, buddy. I said never again. And guess what? I'm already thinking about when I'm doing the next one. So. There you go. There you go. All right. Megan Conley, Megan Fun of Sports. Check her out tomorrow. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, guys. Great stuff. Thanks, Meg. Congrats. All right. There you go, Harry. See you, Jinkster. If you would have gone 258, she would have broken. It was that simple. How about that she was thinking about you during the fucking. Mm. Oh, Unbelievable. She's Everyone, every woman eventually does. <laughs> oh, my God. Why they are you getting married? Did. They just did. Harry, when you ran your triathlon, who, what were you thinking of? <laughs> I, I thought I'd, I well actually there were 75 people when I did run the triathlon when I was like nine, 18 19 I did finish I finished 71st out of was 75 it? but I didn't train at all I was just playing regular sports as an 18 year old normally would wait but what kind of try was this one of those sprint triathlons though I mean you had seven, it was you a tri, had seven, tri tip you had tri tip triathlon you had yeah. 75 was, people doing it so <laughs> I think well it was in a, it was also in a swiggle Brian so Sal, though, what does that mean <laughs> how many people are coming there to run a triathlon in uh in Lake, the worst Ontario, part in, in Lake is, Ontario is, is, his brother Scott finished seventieth. That's, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's not. You don't say that. All right, there you go, Paula Kim. What were we gonna say? Um, no, I think you know, just you know, with Megan's stamina, we really should revisit breaking that Vegas record. Most casinos. Uh, oh right. I mean, with her stamina and probably Brian, her and Brian yeah. could combined. Oh I think well. could, could break that record. Harry could be along. What he maybe just to offer some advice, but I think Brian yeah, I, yeah. and Megan I, could with yeah. their they could do it. I don't they like could do it. I don't like running. You know, when Megan's saying she's running a six minute mile, like I I'd be lucky if I could run one mile in six minutes at this point, right? I, oh that's, yeah, that's super fast. I mean, oh, it's crazy. It. Like yeah, I, I, but there's no. But Brian, you're I, talking about short bursts into a yeah, casino in a lot of yeah, cases. Or, I guess, yeah, yeah. You guys I mean, could maybe do, you put Harry well, on your shoulders. Well, you my, and Megan, Mike, Michael definitely, Michael definitely could do it. Um, there you go, Michael. For sure. All right. We got to build up for this. Babyface, what are you thinking about this? Harry running. Oh, I mean, uh, when you're talking about a sub three for Harry, that's usually his order at Subway. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I had no oh, idea. Harry doesn't like that. All right. Listen, we're going to be back tomorrow. We had some uh, we had some NFL draft stuff we never got to, but we have Jer- uh, Jeremiah. No, it's Daniel Jeremiah. He's on tomorrow. Nice. We can go over some draft stuff. A lot of it on Fandle.com. Slash against all odds. Pick it up there. Hit us up with an email. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. And that'll do it for another episode of against all odds for spaghetti, for meatballs, for babyface Joel Solomon, for Megan Connolly and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na.